My name is Jared Sullivan. It's my beautiful wife, Leanne. Uh, uh, last November, we celebrated 14 years of marriage. Uh, we have an 11-year-old daughter, almost 12, a 9-year-old son, almost 10. Um, I grew up in Oklahoma and was raised by two wonderful Christian parents who set a great example of what a husband and wife should look like. I'm the third of four children and the only boy. Uh, we grew up going to church every Sunday morning, Sunday evening, Wednesday evening, and any church functions that could fill those missing days in during the week. Uh, we were force, forcefully but lovingly submerged in church. I accepted Christ as an early teen and pursued him strongly until my senior year in high school when I began to experiment with drugs, alcohol, and sex. While I maintained an image of a Christian young man with my family and church, I was living a secret life with a different set of friends. During this time, I went to college at the University of Oklahoma on a scholarship, but left after my first semester to pursue a life of rebellion and full-time partying. I had rebelled against my parents and, more importantly, abandoned my relationship with Christ. A year later, I decided to return to OU and finish my degree, although my partying lifestyle continued. Shortly after returning, I met a beautiful blonde girl in a bar. Hi, that's me. Um, I'm Leanne. I was born and raised in Dallas. Uh, my parents were married in their young 20s, um, became parents to my sister and I soon after, and then um, right after I was born, they divorced. Um, I have no memory of my parents as a couple. Um, both were remarried and divorced again um, when I was young. My sister and I primarily were raised by my mom in a single-parent household after my dad left and was not consistently involved in our lives. Um, my mom struggled with mental illness, and as a result, childhood was very unstable for me. Um, we were exposed to drug and alcohol abuse. Um, we were physically and emotionally abused. Um, my childhood themes were worry, insecurity, and fear. As a result, I focused on school, sports, and friends. I tried to be the perfect child and stay out of trouble. Um, there was no daily pursuit of faith in my house. At this point, I did not have or understand what it meant to have a relationship with Christ. I found myself at the University of Oklahoma after graduating high school. During college, I began to think that if I worked hard enough to make my life different than it was when I was a child, I'd be happy and fulfilled. I looked to friends and relationships with different guys to distract me from my insecurities. In 2005, I met a handsome also blonde, hilarious guy. And I knew immediately I wanted to spend the rest of my life with him. That is me, yes. After I met Leanne, I pursued her strongly and with my great personality, obviously, and my dashing good looks, it didn't take long for her to come around. Uh, we began a serious relationship shortly after meeting. In our early relationship, an important part of our life was socializing and drinking with our friends. As time went on, Leanne became less involved in the college party scene, and I continued, or really revved up my partying. When confronted by Leanne about my drinking, I had the excuse that it's not a big deal, because, you know, I'm still in college, and that's normal. Uh, we were married in 2008, just before I graduated from, from college. Uh, we moved to Dallas a month after our wedding. 
Um, we were newly married, both working full-time, and my drinking continued with a shifted excuse that it was really necessary for networking at work functions. Um, in our early marriage, conflict resolution and communication was difficult, really non-existent. Since my parents never argued in front of me, I never saw an example of what marital conflict uh, resolution looked like, and Leanne had only seen conflict end in, in, in divorce. Uh, with my tendency to withdraw and my lack of any kind of leadership, uh, this led to a lot of unresolved conflict in our marriage. After a year of dating Jared, um, my dad passed away suddenly. Um, I would say this was the first time in our relationship that um, I didn't feel supported by Jared. Um, But even with communication struggles and unmet expectations, um, with little resolution during dating, I was convinced getting married was the answer to all of our problems. I believed that I could learn to overlook things or that I could change Jared into who I wanted him to be. My struggle with wanting control began to take deep root during this time. I was seeking happiness and security, and I was looking to Jared to provide that to me. I brought many insecurities into our relationship, and it led to immediate mistrust with Jared before he even had a chance to let me down. God was working during this time, but I didn't know it. Jared's family is amazing. Um, They were immediately sharing the gospel with me and had been praying for me long before they met me. Um, I did not respond to that at the time, but one day I would understand their pursuit of both Jared and I. Less than a a year into our marriage, I uh, had to start traveling for work. I spent days away, I spent weekdays away from home and came home on the weekends. Alcohol was no longer filling the void, so I turned to drugs. On and off for the next four to five years, I would use drugs to cope with stress in my life and just other things. Um, it was an escape for me, and I hid it from Leanne. I did find moments of real conviction when I thought about how I was failing to lead my family as a father and a husband. I would find myself praying to God that that Leanne would catch me so I would be forced to make a change. Where I can where I was can be described in Psalm 69 verse 1 and 2. Save me, O God, for the waters have threatened my life. I have sunk in the deep mire and there is no foothold. I have come into deep waters and a flood overflows me. God was faithful and answered this prayer. In 2014, Leanne found out and confronted me about about my drug use. After initially denying it, I finally confessed all that had been happening. Although this was an important first step towards healing our marriage, it was temporary because we were still looking to, uh, to all of the wrong things to fix our marriage. So while Jared traveled, um, the physical distance led to more emotional distance between us. Um, in 2011, um, he wrapped up his frequent travel, and um, we became pregnant for the first time. Um, My life was forever changed. Um, We had our daughter. I was able to find a new identity, security, and happiness in being a mom. The only, this only gave me more things to feel like I needed to gain control over. Controlling my environment had become a way I felt like I could make our lives more stable and secure. I was a worried mom and a distant wife. I did not give Jared the love 
attention or love a wife is called to give her husband because I was spending all my time planning our every decision. The thought of my relationship with Jared coming before my children was foreign to me. At this time, Jared's drinking did not seem to be as frequent, but each time he drank, conflict in our marriage would escalate. We were not resolving conflict during this time. I would react to his behavior by threatening to leave with our daughter if he didn't stop. I was in denial that I had any part in our marital problems. While Jared withdrew, I gladly stepped up and became very controlling of our life, our family decisions, and our schedule. We had our second child in 2013. Um, My day-to-day life was busy with two kids under two, and I continued to allow our marriage to become less and less of a priority. When I found out about his drug use, I was devastated. I reacted by giving him an ultimatum. Get help or lose your family. Once again, I wanted him to be fixed since I thought he was the problem. And my frustration continued to grow um, that I had not been able to change him. Proverbs 21 speaks of the wife that I was. Better to live in the desert than with a quarrelsome and nagging wife. After a few months of trying to fix our problems on our own um, and being very isolated, we heard about re-engage. We decided to go, and I was extremely scared to walk in the doors. Um, I hoped to see major change in Jared. Little did I know that there was a lot of change that needed to happen in me. It was easy to be deceived to think that Jared was the major problem. He needed to stop doing drugs, drinking, and withdrawing, and everything would be okay. Worldly advice validated my thoughts of him being the issue. That same thinking would have led me to think I didn't deserve this treatment and that I should leave him. I was in for a rude awakening. Um, During our time at Reengage, God started to work on me. When I came to Reengage, I did it reluctantly. I knew I wanted my marriage to be better, and I knew I didn't want to lose my wife and kids. So I agreed to bear down and push through it. Every week we came, and we found a little more hope. We found much encouragement and love from our very great leaders, Clark and Candy Lauderdale. A very important part of this moment of our story we like to highlight, uh, re-engage was not what saved our marriage. Clark and Candy were not uh, who saved our marriage. Yes, the Lauderdales were instrumental in God's plan to bring us closer to Him. And yes, the re-engage material was tremendously helpful in equipping my wife and I to address and work through issues, seek and offer forgiveness, better communicate, better serve one another, and better stand uh, one another. What? Understand. Better understand one another. Um, But even after finishing re-engage, I was still missing the key ingredients to really equip me to lead my family well. That ingredient was my relationship with Jesus. I had not fully returned to him. But once I made that decision to swallow my pride and admit I needed Jesus, I found, even after being gone for so long, a father that never stopped awaiting my return. A father that, that still had open arms ready to receive his imperfect son. Job twenty two twenty three says, If you return to the Almighty, you will be restored. If you remove unrighteousness far from your tent. The moment I returned, I found that restoration in Christ. I found that a weight I was not intended to carry was lifted from me. Our marriage is far from perfect, and we still fall short every day. But he is always there awaiting our return with arms open wide. So um, 
while doing a lesson on God's grace during re-engage in our closed group, um, I learned about the undeserved love that the Lord has for me. I started to understand that God loved me no matter what I had done in the past. I saw that he had not forgotten me in my most difficult moments as a child. He had a plan beyond my understanding. Like in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. I was not perfect. I had sinned, and I was not being a devoted wife. I was investing in everything but my marriage. The Lord knew I would fall short in this life, and he sent his son to die for me so that I would no longer have to be separated from him. As a parent, I had to soak that in. He let his son die for me. I had been seeking a secure and happy life, but I had missed the most important part. He is all the security that I need. With a lot of guidance from Christian women, I began to pursue a relationship with the Lord, put my focus on Him, and He began to do work in me. The Lord showed me that I had a part in our marital problems. I was looking for Jared to be my security and my happiness. I was not giving Jared the opportunity to lead or trusting that he was able to. I had been trying to control him and his actions for so long, I had forced him to withdraw. I found that when I stopped trying to control our marriage and our lives, Jared began to seek the Lord to lead. This was not easy for me, um, but I wasn't giving God a chance to work on Jared's heart, and it needed to be in God's time, not in mine. There is no greater joy to me than having my husband take a leadership role in our family. As a daughter of Christ, I have learned many things. I started as a fearful, anxious, self-centered, and mistrusting woman. I now seek to be more trusting, God-centered, and content. A verse that I have relied on many times as a believer is in Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understandings, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. It has been amazing watching Leanne transform into a God-fearing wife and mother. Immediately after turning her life over to Christ, she heavily pursued a personal relationship with Him. It was extremely encouraging to watch, and it motivated me to be the husband and father that I know God had called me to be. Uh, I had the privilege of baptizing my wife th uh, three years ago. We need to change that. This used to be the end of our story. Uh, but in 2018, the Lord began to work on us again. After Leanne had a, a minor outpatient procedure, her surgeon made a mistake, and she was unexpectedly in the hospital fighting for her life. We were looking at an uncertain tomorrow and frustrated at the mistake of the surgeon that would change our lives. These were the most difficult circumstances we had ever faced as a family. The enemy wanted us to go back into our old ways and believe we had stepped into battle alone with no weapons to fight. But we were quickly reminded that God had given us all that we needed. In, in Ecclesiastes 4, 9, and 10, it reads, Two are better than one because they have good return for their labor. If e either of them falls, falls down, one can help the other up. But pity the one who falls and has no one to help them up. Jared led our family through that difficult several months as God slowly healed my body. 
Um, Jared did not do this by his own strength. Um, he definitely sought strength from the Lord. He prayed relentlessly. He trusted the Lord's plan for us was good, even when we were just getting by minute by minute. He accepted help from our wonderful family and our community around us. I could spend hours telling you about the beautiful stories, um, the way Jared loved me well during this time. In the past, um, in years past, this trial would have looked very different. I can't imagine the destruction and darkness that it would have brought into our family had we not had the Lord and his people surrounding us and honestly holding us up at times. I'm thankful for the complete transformation in my husband. It is a change that the world would have told me could not happen and a change that doesn't make any sense. Uh, People once advised me to leave him. If I had listened to that advice during these dark times in our marriage, I would have missed out on the wonderful years with this man who loves me well. Our children would would have spent the last eight years in a broken home. We were not capable of making it through these things, but the Lord is, and he has provided a way to turn our ashes into beauty. We celebrated our 14-year anniversary this last year. So we realized uh, through our trials that we must constantly be on guard. Um, In the small successes, we have always seen some common factors, and we wanted to leave you with just five things that uh, we'd like you to keep in mind and we think will be helpful. Um, so you may have heard these as the four C's, right? The four C's, but we, I think we added to this, um, trademark Sullivan. Um, number one, community surrounding, surrounding ourselves with community of other Christ followers has been essential. Uh, number two, confession, keeping short accounts with one another, confessing and asking for forgiveness when we do stumble. Number three, circle, staying in your own circle and continue, continuing to work on yourself, Uh, overlooking small offenses with each other. Uh, Number four, commitment, never turning our back on the covenant that we made to stay together and pursue oneness in our marriage. And number five, most importantly, Christ, keeping Christ at the center of our marriage. When that relationship does not come first, our other relationships will surely suffer. This is us this last year. Thanks for letting us share. Thank you.